of course, from my family, there's the first church. The family is the first church. It's the, it's the first church. I grew up in a very happy family. I had seven siblings. We mingled together. We went to school together. We were, we were brought up in a Christian background and environment. I started serving mass when I was a young boy, you know, interacting with priests and, uh, and, um, and, uh, and uh, people uh, who are positive, you know, who are optimistic, who believe in God. That's how I grew up. My parents were very Catholic, very Christian uh, people. And that's how my faith built up. You know, I went to a Christian school, St. Joseph's College, I said, then Bishop Rogan. So we were formed holistically, intellectual, spiritual, human, pastoral, and physical. I played football, you know. I grew up holistically. And that is what made my faith to be formed. We were taught how to pray, you know, uh, the sacrament, baptism, confirmation, holy communion, penance, you know, all the sacraments were taught that it's important to have them because they are signs, you know. Sacraments are, are external signs of inward grace, you know. It's an external sign when you're baptized, but it's an inward grace that builds you up, that makes you to be a man, that makes you to be able to live. You know, the world is not easy, it's so difficult, all the challenges. But when you are born, when you have such instruments, you can face life. Why knowledge matters? George Shumbunga, welcome. <laughs> Thank you, Mr. Yannick. How are you? Really good. I'm, I'm so pleased <laughs> to have you back and I really love you. your jacket. Happy <laughs> you know, the, uh, my father uh, was a headmaster, so he always wore a jacket whenever he went to school. And I learned that from him. That's fantastic. I love it. My father's name is Mr. Lekelefak Takunjo. Beautiful. Yes. Hopefully I will meet him one day. Of course. Yeah. <laughs> Happiness, George, you are an example. You are all the time, at least it seems, happy. What's <laughs> happiness? Happiness is an expression of, of God's unconditional love to us. That's how I define, I define happiness. If we don't understand happiness as an, an unconditional love of God to us, then we'll never be happy. Because he made us, he created us, so we are his creatures. So we can be happy without the creator. You know, that's my definition of happiness. <laughs> that is beautiful. And what makes you happy, George? The, 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 what makes me happy is the assurance that there is somebody who loves me unconditionally. And that person is the person who created me. Philosophers, some philosophers call it the unmove mover, the uncaused cause. This person that causes everything, but that cannot be caused. This person that moves, but is unmoved. This person that creates, but is the creator. That is the person that makes me happy. You know, that, that assurance that there's somebody who loves you unconditionally, God, to me, is what makes me happy. And what do you do if you're not happy? I guess well, sometimes you're not happy. Is this possible? Well, well, my happiness is unconditional. 
I'm always happy despite the difficulties. That's what I want to precise. That happiness is not the absence of difficulties. No. Happiness is the ability to accept your difficulties as God's divine providence for you to make you strong. You know, we, 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 at times, you know, people have defined happiness as, as, uh, as, uh, as the absence of difficulties. That's not possible. Even God's only son, Jesus Christ, died on the cross to redeem us. So you cannot talk about happiness without difficulties, without suffering. It's part and parcel of it. Is there a difference between, according to you, happiness and joy? Of course. Happiness is uh, an expression of, of a good moment you have, of a happy time you have, you know. But joy is more powerful, it's more, it's more profound, it's, it's, it's more spiritual, it's more, uh, it's more of a spiritual gift to be joyful. And both of them come from God, as far as I'm concerned. When we are talking of authentic and genuine happiness and joy, we cannot talk without uh, including the Creator. So actually, there's no big, there's no big difference between the two. Yeah. How can you according to me? <laughs> yeah, you are a very good example. I'm actually not impressed when it comes to you, but I think for a lot of people it's a big struggle to be happy and especially to stay happy. How yes. can you stay happy, you know, over a long period of time? This is exactly what I've been saying before that unless Unless we understand happiness as a gift from God, a grace, when we, we, had, we, we would never attain it. If we don't understand happiness as a grace, as coming from God, we'll never be happy. We'll think that drinking, taking drugs makes us happy. That's temporal. It's a temporal pleasure. Temporal. It's not a permanent. If you want to be permanently happy, you have to believe in the creator who created you. You have to, because he loves you unconditionally. Once you have somebody who loves you unconditionally, then your happiness is, is, is unshakable. <clears throat> but when you place your happiness on your girlfriend, on your wife, on your family, they can disappoint you, man. They can disappoint you. And that's why many people are unhappy because they were in a happy marriage and the wife disappointed them. They divorced, you know. But if you put your unhappiness and joy on love, which is unconditional, you know, God's love for us is unconditional. It can never change. It's not like the love, human beings love you when they need you. When they don't need you, they kick you out, you know. Human beings are not predictable. You can never know what will happen tomorrow. They change like chameleon. You know a chameleon? <laughs> Have you ever seen a chameleon? Absolutely, yeah. It changes. The chameleon changes colors, so you no. Know? Human beings are like that. You can never trust the human being totally because he might disappoint you. And many people are unhappy, unjoyful because of human beings. They have placed their hopes on human beings whose love is conditional. Human beings love you conditionally. They tell you, I will love you if you do this, if you don't do this, if you don't do that. But God's love for us is unconditional. 
So my joy, my happiness as George Chumbongale Kalefak is unconditional. I don't depend on what people say or think about me. I am more interested on what God knows, what he knows about me. That's what matters to me. And that's what keeps me joyful all the time. Even if I have difficulties, I don't express it because I see them as the way. God himself said, Jesus himself said, if you want to follow me, take up your cross and follow me. The way to joy and happiness is not an easy way. But if you trust in God, whose love for you is unconditional because he created you without your permission, then your love and happiness will be unconditional. you always be happy because your foundation is on solid rock and not on human beings and not on sand. That, that, that changes with conditions. So my happiness, I am happy and I express my happiness daily in the way I meet people, the way I treat people. Because of God's love for me, because of God's unconditional happiness, which he has given to me. We could all, almost say, according to you, that happiness is, to a large extent, a choice. It is a choice. You have to decide. And to decide, you have to have some principles. You have to say, God, I love you. I'm going to be, I, 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 I love you totally. I give you my whole life. You know, you have to. You have to have a relationship with God, prayer, you know, um, uh, you have to know him through the scriptures, you know, you have to, you have to express your joy and happiness in the face by always smiling. You know, uh, Mother Teresa, who now is saying, said, uh, peace begins with a smile. You have to express it in your face. You know, you can't be telling people you're happy and you're frowning all the time. You have to express it in your face. People to see your face and know this man is a happy person, and you must transmit it to others. When you meet others, they should feel your 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 joy and happiness, you know, flowing. You should transmit that joy. So joy to me is God. If you don't know God and if you don't love God, it's going to be difficult to be happy, because your love is going to be uh, your joy is going to be on is going to be temporal. <laughs> Yes. Yeah, that's that's beautiful, and I can really yes. I can really feel I can can hear it in your voice in your expression. Of that... course, I've lifted I've lifted all my life, especially as a foreigner. I left Cameroon when I was that was when I was twenty one, two thousand and nine. I've lived in Mexico, Italy, Canada, Germany, and now the United States. So many people have asked me, how are you so happy alone? Are you not lonely? Are you not, are you not uh, uh, homesick? I tell them, no, I am not homesick because I believe in the presence of God, omnipresent. He's always with me. My love for him is unconditional, and I know he loves me. That's why I can be alone, you know? My love does not depend on my family, nor does it depend on my friends, you know? It's unconditional. You get it? Can you get me? Yeah, perfect. Yes. <laughs> what is it? What is it that that helped you to have such a solid faith and also the way you express happiness? Where does it come from? Of course, from my family. That's the first church. The family is the first church. It's the it's the first church. I grew up in a very happy family. I had seven siblings. 
we mingled together, we went to school together, we were, we were brought up in a Christian background and environment. I started serving mass when I was a young boy, you know, interacting with priests and uh, and um, and uh, and uh, people uh, who are positive, you know, who are optimistic, who believe in God. That's how I grew up. My parents were very Catholic, very Christian uh, people, and that's how my faith built up. You no, know? I went to a Christian school, Saint Joseph's College, as I said, then Bishop Rogan. So we were formed holistically. Intellectual, spiritual, human, pastoral, and physical. I played football, you know. I grew up holistically. And that is what made my faith to be formed. We were taught how to pray, you know, uh, the sacraments, baptism, confirmation, holy communion, penance, you know, all the sacraments. We were taught that it's important to have them because they are signs, you know. Sacraments are... are external signs of inward grace you know it's an external sign when you're baptized but it's an inward grace that builds you up that makes you to be a man that makes you to be able to live you know the world is not easy it's so difficult all the challenges but when you are brought when you have such instruments you can face life you can and faith what is faith I, I, many people ask me how do you believe in god who does not whom you have never seen i tell them it is an experience my faith in God is an experience that I have had as a foreigner in different countries. All the experience that I went to Mexico 2009, the same day I landed, two days later, I bought a bicycle as I was riding. My, my portfolio, they call it in Spanish, fell off from the bicycle. In that portfolio, I had $3,000, the money I was going to pay my school fees. I went to Mexico to study Spanish. I had my passport. All my documents got missing. Two days after I had Mexico. Can you imagine that? I went on my knees. I went to look for it, searched for it, I couldn't find, went to the went to the police station, complained. They said, Oh George, we are so sorry. You will never see that again. Can you imagine that? So I went back to my room and knelt on my knees and told God, if you truly exist, please make me to, to, to find my passport. And after a week, the farmer who picked that passport and the bag brought it back to the university because my, my identity card was inside. He brought it to the Universidad para Extranjeros. That's where I was studying Spanish. And everything was there, passport, the money, and everything. And I tried to give him some money to, to, to compensate him. He said, no, I can't take your money. You're a foreigner. You need it more. So these are experiences I've had in my personal life that have made me to confirm God's existence. And that has increased my faith and that has also confirmed my unconditional happiness and joy because God loves me. He loves me and he has taken care of me as a foreigner. I went to Canada, you know, uh, all, the, uh, all the experience in Canada. I know at St. Peter, St. Paul, St. Paul, you know. So, so many examples that I can give you now, but my faith has been groomed by my family members, by my friends, you know, when, in, in each country that I go to, the first group that I joined is a choir. When I went to Mexico, the same thing, I joined the choir, the, the choir of uh, Rafael Giza Valencia. In fact, they were shocked to see me singing after one month in Mexico. They said, how did you learn Spanish that you can sing? But that's how I learned uh, to be... I learned uh, to have faith. You know, you have to be with people who play, who sing. You know, he who sings prays twice. 
Same thing in Italy. I went to Italy, I joined the choir. That's how I learned Italian, and that's how I learned how to sing. And it helps you to be a man of faith, you know, praying with people, uh, being happy. You, you get to meet people, so you can't be happy alone. You need company of good people, uh, but you should know that God is the true source of happiness. You need George, to pray. What's your <laughs> advice to someone who doesn't have the faith that you yes. have in order to be happy? What can they do in a practical manner if they are not faithful? Now, logically, let's go logically. Let's go philosophically. Let's be, I, have, I have many friends who are atheists who have asked me, man, it's good to believe, man. You are so happy. We, we are not happy. I, and I tell them it's because you don't believe in God. You need to believe in someone. At least believe in somebody who created you. You know, It's logical. How can you uh, separate yourself It's not like a tree separating itself from the branches. The tree is going to die. So how can you want to be happy when you don't want to have a come a, 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 a you know I love the way the Germans put it between and between and between means a relationship. Uh, una relacion. You don't want to have a relationship with the person who created you. Then how can you be happy? So if you don't want to call that person God, then you can call him the unmove mover or the uncaused cause, as the philosophers have used. But you need to go back to your roots. You cannot be a tree without going back to your roots, or else you fall. So that's a practical example I'll give to somebody who does not believe in God. I'll tell you, you know what? Who created you? And I'll give him the example of a tree with branches. You know, you can be a branch, and you don't want to to relate with the trees. If you cut the branch, the tree die, the, 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 the branches die immediately. But the tree continues to grow. So the tree is God, is the creator. Why the creator is this person who wants to be happy, but does not want to believe in the creator who created him. So it's not possible. And many of my friends who are atheists, when I went to Mexico, man, many of them came to me and said, man, we are going to try this God of yours. We're going to try. And I tell you, many of them have been baptized and are authentic and genuine Christians. <laughs> of course yes. if they meet the guy like George I mean it's hard I guess not to regardless of whether you're Christian or not I had friends who were Muslims I tell them you know what since you believe in Allah then pray to Allah there's one God he can be called Allah he can be called Yahweh or any pray. you can't you cannot be happy without the creator you need to talk to Yahweh Thank you so much. It's uh, always a pleasure, my friend. And uh, like I told you, it's good to have this powerful relationship with the Creator. If you don't want to call the person God, then call him the Creator. And then you will know that the Creator cannot, you, the creatures cannot be happy without the Creator. You need, the two have to work hand in hand. George <laughs> Chumbonga. That's my experience, which I shared with you. Thank you so much, George Chumbonga. You're most welcome, Mr. Yannick. It's always a pleasure speaking with you. Yeah. That's why knowledge.